Welcome to Grow Up. Insights on how businesses can use technology to grow better. Please welcome your hosts, Jason Parkinson and Mark Hammer. It's the Grow Up Podcast. My name is Jason Parkinson. And I'm Mark Hammer. And uh, today we're going to be talking about taking a modern approach to your sales efforts. And I want to give a big warm welcome to Larry Call from Call Sales Partners. Larry, welcome. Welcome, Larry. Hey, guys. Nice to be here. Well, good. Yeah, in uh, in the sunny location, wherever you're at, right? <laughs> Chicago. Yeah, Chicago. <laughs> nice. So, hey, can you tell us a little bit about uh, your background, Larry, and kind of what it is that Call Sales Partners does? Of course. What I've been looking at over the past 20, 25 years is trying to figure out for small businesses in the B2B environment that are selling something somewhat complex, uh, management consulting software, uh, technology development services, uh, that how, how if people don't know their company and they often have a confusing uh, market space, uh, message differentiation is a challenge, um, how, how do they get new business? Um, and my focus is on uh, doing that. And that's what led to me deciding eight or so years ago to found uh, call sales partners. Awesome. And you work with quite a few different uh, different companies in in the country, right? We do. Um, our, our clients typically are doing from, let's say, two to 15 million in revenue. And they have a common theme, which is that they're looking for new business and the things they've tried uh, hiring the salesperson, uh, traditional lead gen or telemarketing approaches, um, uh, B2B only marketing without any sales capability involved in it, or consultants and strategists or living off referrals is, is not worked as effectively as they mm. they would like it to. And um, that's that's where the issues tend to be. So uh, what are some of these reasons or what are some of the, some other reasons that companies end up failing at sales? I think that like marketing, um, as you guys know, the word sales and the word, let's say, digital marketing, if you were uh, doing the, if you were the interviewee here, um, <laughs> is, is so complicated at this point that it can't be answered with one capability. And that's yeah. where the problem goes. So there's, there's really three aspects of it. There's strategy, there's business development, uh, and then there's uh, sales. And I'm, def- I'm dividing those up into three separate areas that are interrelated. And I find that if people are dropping uh, one or all of these different components, uh, the results are not as good as, let's say, they used to be, you know, five, ten years ago. Right. So talking about the past, what outdated methods and beliefs do you feel are holding businesses back in sales? What I've seen consistently, because I've been the one who's been in this seat, is starting with a company and there's a lot of excitement. So mm-hmm. salespeople interview well, and I interviewed really well. And the onboarding process was basically limited to get going. Yeah, go sell something. <laughs> go, go, go sell something. Yeah, right. And, and, and my response to that was always, of course. And mm-hmm. I jump into action. That's my um, persona. And that's mm-hmm. typical of salespeople. Um, and, and the problem is that th- that – means that I had to do everything, even in companies that had strategies and had a marketing department. Um, essentially, I was off on my own doing all the work myself. Hmm. That makes a lot of which sense. Could work, which could work. You know, um, the, you know, the purple squirrel concept, right? You know, you find that magical person, you know, the mythical sales hunter 
and somehow they'll figure it out. And the answer is, well, yeah, it's true. Sometimes, yeah. Oh, yeah once, right. in a, once in a while, yeah. The good, the good ones will quit and go yeah. somewhere else. And, and the ones that can't do it are going to stay too long. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So like companies themselves, like I think a lot of companies probably say, okay, well, I've got a sales director and, you know, I've got a team of people here. And, you know, I I think that, you know, the solution to, you know, us generating more sales is maybe we hire more salespeople or maybe we, you know, maybe we spend money specifically on on, you know, some outdated methods of trying to generate leads. Why why do you think a company that's trying to improve their sales operations would look outside of their walls to maybe partner with an organization like yours for help. And then, you know, to kind of add on to that, if um, like, are there certain like red flags within a company that people should be looking at to say, you know, there, there's something else going on here that we that we need help with that we can't do ourselves. I think that most companies understand this really well when you put it in the context of their own business. I was on a call today um, with a, uh, a client that we were talking to about symptoms and underlying issues in companies. And one of the things he said that, that I find so true and applicable in this conversation is that companies try to solve symptomatic issues. And, and this is what, what he ran into. He said, he said, basically, he's a developer. And he said, basically, every single mobile uh, business application, and it's very complex applications that he developed that he gets involved in start with a conversation around, I need a mobile app for this reason. Mm. And it turns mm-hmm. out that the application of that technology at the end of the day is always completely different than what the original intent was. And I think it's the same yeah. thing with, with, with the sales question. So uh, the, the way to get to it is we, we look at it as we call it a gap analysis. And we always do this with people before we'll sign with them and make sure we know what mm. we're getting into. So yeah. there's three components to strategy and we have a series of questions around this. So the first component is, you know, we want to have an understanding of their, their, their product offering and their market and where that alignment is and how connected it is and what is the, uh, the business imperative in their market hmm. would lead someone to be interested to overcome internal hurdles, to buy something new, do something different. Um, then we want to hear them talk about what they do. And is that messaging told in a effective way? Is there a story there? Uh, of some sort that somebody can understand right away. Um, the third component is what's a sales campaign approach? Do they have multiple campaigns and markets they're going after? How specific are those uh, conversations? Uh, is the value propositions uh, understood? Is there good social proof and support around the conversations? Um, sometimes the answer is there's really, you know, some gaps there in those three strategic areas. And um, that's one and two. Then we look at prospecting. Um, what kind of uh, sales team do you have? It, or let's call it business development team because, you know, great salespeople often can't prospect. Great prospectors right. often can't sell. <laughs> That's so yeah. true. What, yeah. Good what's, point. What's the prospecting approach? And, and, and analyze that. Um, and then we have to get into the sales approach. So, in other words, when you're on the phone with somebody, how do you develop that opportunity? How do you move it through the pipeline? Do you have a good consultative sales methodology? And there's a way to figure that out really quickly. 
Um, so I think hmm. you know, working through all this, you can identify fairly quickly what the real underlying issues are. Yeah, you know, that's that's a smart approach. One of the things that I've found, too, with some of the companies that we have um, engaged with in the past is, you know, a lot of times people try to just throw technology at problems. Right. They say, oh, well, if we had a different piece of software or if we had a different, you know, maybe um yeah, like tool that would enable us to be able to sell this easier or better. Um, I guess I'm kind of curious, like what role can technology play in in enabling companies to sell better? And like, can it be a, a, a hindrance too? I think it's such an interesting question. And I'm thinking of it now less in terms of the word technology and more in terms of scalable products. Hmm. So if you think about the productization terminology from the consulting business, this is where we've gone at our company. Sure. So as we think about how do you scale one-to-one business development outreach campaigns where every single outreach is different uh, for the market that you're going after, and how do you do that, in our case, for a lot of different clients, for a lot of different campaigns? Um, And what we found is that there are some quote-unquote technology-based approaches where the human uh, the uh, being that's involved in it and, and the researcher and the strategist and the writer have a platform where they can more quickly and effectively build uh, those uh, customized, um, let's call it account-based marketing, throw in some jargon, <laughs> which just basically means reaching out to one person at a time in an account with a, in a smart manner through research and understanding them. Uh, can can do that effectively. Hmm. Yeah, no, that's, that's very good great. point. Larry, how would you advise businesses who are struggling with the sales process? What's the first step that a company could take? So they're listening right now, hypothetically, and they're saying, okay, this sounds like me. I'm, I'm having some issues. What's step one? Well, I think they have to ask themselves how important it is. Um, and uh, there's some reasons why it's important in companies. And in other companies, maybe it's less important. I think one of the most important reasons is to ask for, for the, the owners of the company, the executive team, to ask themselves, what do I want out of this business? Hmm. And if they feel like they can't get there based on what they've been doing over the past few years, then it's something they really do need to take a look at um, seriously. And if those answers turn out to be, you know, yes, we're not getting where we want to get – I think they have to just do an analysis um, of hmm. uh, what are they doing? What's the strategy in the components I mentioned? What's their prospecting business development approach? Um, and how do they handle the opportunity creation and close um, phase? Uh, and if, if there's some vagueness there or soft answers, then that's it's pretty clear that that's where the, the, the problem is. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Hey, so just to kind of to kind of wrap things up here, I'm curious, um, you know, a, a business that is, you know, maybe listening right now and saying, OK, like maybe I need some help to do this or maybe I should, you know, talk to my internal team about these things. You know, is there a real value and benefit to working with an outside company like yourself and versus just trying to muscle it and figure it out internally? I think it depends. Um, the way I the way I like to do it is we have something we call a revenue gap analysis, and uh, up on our website uh, kaulsalespartners.com, there's a link to this called uh, free action session, and we'll spend an hour with somebody. Hmm. There are some companies I've worked with where they have tremendous internal capabilities or the capability to build them, 
and they can afford it. And in those cases, that's a good way to go. Um, we have other uh, clients where they have absolutely nothing. Um, we have a client where they don't even have a full-time CEO. Mm. It's owned by a uh, private equity investor, gotcha. and they are an operating company, but they're really not that involved in the day-to-day operations of the company. So we're a turnkey sales department for them. We have other clients where it is more focused on quality sales-oriented lead generation uh, working with the existing sales team. So there's a lot of different ways that companies can can build this. Do you think that for those companies that already have kind of a, a good process and a good, um, you know, established team in place, do you think that you can come in and, you know, kind of even provide that accountability piece of just kind of helping them put a structure in place and then doing a routine check in to to ensure that they're, you know, they're upholding their end of the deal for success? We don't see very many companies that have a workable process uh, unless mm-hmm. they're successful and don't really need any any help. Interesting. We see a lot of companies that have a team of people that they want to keep and that are often very good at something. Usually it's not prospecting or business sure. development. Sure. It's, it's scoping out a solution, writing a proposal, uh, things along those lines are often, you know, their sales team can be uh, good there. Um, I think in um, a, a lot of these engagements for me, I, I avoid consulting um, it, it's there's no accountability really truly <laughs> sure. uh, people need execution and yeah, I, I do want the company to be an execution uh, capability and we just do a lot of strategy frankly because we have to hmm. uh, which which I've learned if, if you do the strategy right uh, the, the execution really really works yeah no that's great well, Larry, thank you so much for being on the show today. If you could have kind of a final thought on this idea of of modern sales and, you know, what, what's necessary to be successful here in 2019 with a sales team, what what would that be? I think that companies that are founded by designers or engineers or developers uh, and the like uh, don't have to have a sales culture in their organization to be successful in new business, but they have to look at new business as the most important thing that they're doing. They have to look at themselves as a new business company. Um, there's a ton of people that are doing what they're doing, and the ones that really make it and succeed have found a way to make that new business process work. Whether they're doing it themselves, they've got some people in the in the organization who are effective at it, or they're working with an outside party like us. Um, if they're focused on what they do as opposed to growing to where they need to grow, I don't think they're going to be very successful longer term. Yeah, no, that's a great, that's yeah, a great takeaway, Larry. Hey, thanks so much for being on the show today. Um, I appreciate you taking the time and we'll make sure that we uh, put the link to your website and details into our show notes as well in case people, um, you know, have, have an interest in reaching out and, uh, and getting in touch. But uh, we'll talk to everyone next week. Uh, I'm Jason Parkinson. And I'm Mark Hammer. And we're right here on Grow Up. Thanks for listening to Grow Up. For more information about the topics discussed in today's show, visit onefire.com slash grow up. This has been a One Fire production.